Great. Thanks, Discount Siri. Letting me know we're recording. All right. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome into another episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions. Uh, I'm Tyler on Demand. What's good? It's good to see you. So, I don't see y'all. I only see Emilio and James, but we're here. Emilio's here. What's up, Emil? How you doing, man? Just chilling. Yeah. James, young Jimmy. What's good? Well, not that much. Is that a song? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, sing we have it, the worst setup. What'd you say? Gotta sing it, it makes it feel better. Oh. oh, that's nice. We have the worst setup to date today, and um, it's really frustrating me. So you might hear that in my voice, and I already wasn't feeling good before coming into this. But um, we're gonna keep running it. We're here for the people. Anyway, um, I don't know. Where do you guys want to start? Amelia, I know we just finished rapping with Max and Lorelai. I know you had thoughts that you wanted to discuss on the pod. I definitely do. I'm sure James has some takeaways. And uh, you want to start with that? Oh, it's funny because part of me feels like we should save those things for a better uh, quality pod, a version of this podcast. Yeah, well, I agree. So what the fuck are we doing then? Yeah. Uh, if you want me to, I can. I don't really No, have- no, I agree with you. <laughs> We could just have a three-way conversation. You just talk about some Record bullshit. It. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to do the podcast at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I don't know. Is it's gonna be a bitch to edit, or it's just gonna be annoying to edit? And then, what are you really giving to the people? Bullshit. Now it would be good. Great. A good outtake. It'd be like a. This has been another episode of Rabbit. <laughs> Dude, okay, yeah, I think you're right, man. This kind of sucks. Maybe when I send him this this video, he'll cheer up a bit. Oh, nice. What video is it? The the music video. Is it Bobby Ray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it so font now? Yeah, it does. I reached out to one of Mimi's friends, and she had he uh, he's like a graphic designer, and he came out with uh, nice. He hit me up last night with the design for it, um, and it looks like like James Bondish. It looks fucking. It looks pretty dope. Yeah, I'm looking at That's it right cool. now. Let me see if I can show you. I don't know if you can see it. It's a little bright. Oh. I can kind of see it. It looks really sick, actually. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So I'm, I'm putting that in right now, and then I'm going to export it and send it over. Cool. And then it's done. Yeah, he was oh, telling I, me about it. Yeah, he likes it. Yeah. I went back, and I uh, added some saturation to, or added some noise and lowered the saturation on the, the brick wall shots. I think it looks much better, actually. I think it blends yeah. much better. Um, and then I did that thing that you mentioned, um, transitioning over with the pole at the very end, and it's a nice conclusion to it. I think. Yeah, good, good. That's good. Yeah, I wanted to, um, at some point, when I finish uh, editing this particular scene, the study scene, I wanted to have you come and watch it um, just to get your opinions on it because I think I've got it or almost have it it's on I think it makes sense as of now mm-hmm. how Max and I think it's consistent too. Like I think um how Max responds is possible to happen and he's his and it's a slow build towards him or towards what he eventually does do. Mm-hmm. So I, I and I think I need um other eyes to see and tell me if that's true or not, basically. I got you. Yeah. This could be the podcast. We'll just cut out. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Still recording. <laughs> oh, are, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's funny. I'm not sending him the audio. No. <laughs> T, if you're listening to this, I love you. Yeah, I'm going to um, talk to... I want to shoot that bathroom scene 
idea that we were talking about. Because the more people mm. I tell it to, the more people are like just intrigued by it. Yeah. So I think if, if that's that that enough, whether it makes sense or not, but that that's enough for me to be interested in filming it and tr just trying it. Um, so, um, like that would just require the uh, the Mark IV and then a lens, uh, the zoom lens, the one twenty eight, uh, and I think that's it because I'll have lights and things like that. Um, yeah, we won't need to collect sound. And like I said, and a tripod, um, which, I mean, yours might work. Because mm -hmm. uh, I, I honestly just, I think I'm going to use, I think it makes the most sense to use my sense to use my bathroom. And then we'll just work with the limitations um, once we get in it. But uh, I was just going to put the camera on a tripod in the um, shower. And just so I can see him sitting on the toilet and going from the sink and just using the entire space. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, but so I wanted to, I'm going to meet with Jacob next week and I'm going to talk to him about it because um, I kind of want to brainstorm it and branch it out with him uh, and like make the scene with him. Yeah. And then I also think a lot of it will just be um, himself, mm -hmm. really. Like I just kind of want him to improv it. Um, that I'll could be very context. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, because I, what I really want to do is I want to um, improv it. I want him to improv it. I want um, myself to be in there. For maybe like a few takes to see what he's doing and then run the camera and then just get out uh and let him do it so that's what i was thinking um but yeah so i'll talk to him about it. it sounds like tyler might be coming back in soon but it's, it sounds like a healthy conversation I, it doesn't make sense for me to go there yeah. like and then have to come back home yeah that's just i not agree good. It's, it, that's not good producing yeah yeah straight up I get the needing it to be different times, but at that point, just make it two oh, different shoots, you know, <clears throat> if necessary. Yeah, just postpone it to another. Oh, yeah, postpone the part to another. But I also think it's day. on it's on Alex getting more comfortable because I like I shot stuff with him in Delaware, and mm. he he just didn't do that similar. He didn't like it because of how he looked. He was like, I, I was making a weird face. Don't use it. And I thought the shot was dope. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I because I we shot it so like the stuff he's talking about. We shot a bunch of times and a bunch of different ways too. Um, and I make sure to play. If I'm not the director, I make sure to play it. Mm -hmm. Like here, watch it. Like make sure I'm not fucking around. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Because I don't want you to get mad at me after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish you were here, dude. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Could, damn you. I was just there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just good to see you. I'm very emotional. Oh, Ever since Max and Lorelai <laughs> ended, I'm very emotional. <laughs> I'm just emotionally unbound right now. <laughs> yeah. Are you in After Effects doing that? Yeah, I'm working on it right now. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to... You know, I was thinking... I was going to say to you, um, keep, keep sharpening your tools in after effects and things because I'd like it to be you and I who work on those things. Um, like at some point, like it's just us pulling up over here at the, on the computer. Cause I have all the programs. It's just a matter of us kind of, you know, sitting together and kind of like building it together and tweaking what we're looking at. But, uh, yeah. um, cause there, are, I think there are moments where that'll kind of happen throughout, whether it's like the gunshots or, you know, I think adding more m blood might be something we can fuck around with, mm, see how mm -hmm. it works. Because I know there are ways, um, so we can mess around with that. Um, also, even just kind of like the email stuff, you kind of saw how 
uh, it looked when I showed you in Max's apartment when he's looking at the emails. It's very crude. Um, mm -hmm. And that's just based off of Premiere effects. But I know better stuff can be done in, uh, yeah. in like After Effects and things. Because there, there are also times where I want to do this kind of um, blur out and blur in uh, these effects. Like, for example, when... Uh, Max is a walk when Max is walking away from Lorelai uh, after the cigarette smoking scene where he's asking her for the light and you see the camera blur out um, I wanted to then cut to uh, that shot where he's standing there and he's just smoking and he's looking at her um, I wanted to blur into that shot so kind of show some passage of time mm -hmm. um, kind of like he, it kind of like oceans you know how they do like where it, it gets blurry and wavy um, except this time a little different but I know you can do yeah. camera blurs in After Effects and stuff. So. Yeah, I've been doing that on on this video actually. I, mm. It makes me wonder, like, what's the point of doing effects in Premiere if you're just gonna <laughs> do the, all the if, if After Effects has like so much more things, like the exact same things and some, you know? So all you would have to do was export <coughs> this it, rough draft, and then it might be comfortability. It might be um, yeah. the the space that it takes up and how long it you know, it stays on your computer and the amount, what it asks for your computer or asks from your computer, mm -hmm. you know? Ooh, okay, all right. Touchdown in it. Hey, trying to see what we can do with it. Yeah, hey. yeah. Uh. Yeah. Come on. In the city, it's looking pretty. Uh -huh. She moving with me, yeah, and we move it quickly. Hey, hey. Touchdown in the town, how we do, we put it down, what we do when we around. Hey. Landed in the city, moves already cook up. Stay connected with some bodies that were more than a hookup. Uh -huh. Spending daddy's money, she be cooking the books up. If they knew she had plenty, better mama be shook up. Uh -huh. No Prada, this devil wears nada. Done dada, it's a Spanish armada. Damn, shit be hitting, kicking with in Granada. I be tripping when they kicking, we be dancing Lombada. I like you talk, let's fuck now. Could be only a bust down, could be something with trust now. Little something hold us down. Love lost, lust found. Pretty simple, don't confound. Fox hounds in a dog pound, going rounds at the compound. In the city, it's looking pretty. She moving with me, yeah, we move it quickly. Hey, touchdown in the town, how we do, we put it down. What we do when we around. Chaser, just ice. These clothes you see cost a hell of a price. Blunts going round like the pedals on bikes. Don't even know if I'ma make it home tonight. But that's alright, cause at the corner of my eye, I see Shorty and she's so fine. And I know she don't wanna be alone tonight. Tonight. It's looking, pretty. it's looking pretty, she moving with me, yeah, we move it quickly, Hey, touchdown in the town, how we do, we put it down, what we do when we around, sick, I'm in your city, it's looking pretty, you move it with me, yeah, we move it quickly, Hey, touchdown 
down in the town How we do, we put it down What we do when we around If we, if both of us run cameras during the, oh, during, that's actually perfect, yeah. Because while we shoot my shit outside, someone could be inside. Ooh, Lordy. yeah, that would be good. Okay, sounds like a good shoot. We'll get some. Good I'm stuff. looking forward to it. It'll be more set up than this, which will be nice, <laughs> or better set up. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. I need to pee. This will be the time to pop right. break. James and I are pulling up the show right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're chatting. That's good. That's oh, me. I, uh, I wanted to mention to you, I just, I learned, I went on YouTube and I was, I've been looking at like a, a bunch of premiere shit, but I learned how to um, multi-camera edit. So it's where you have like t- two cameras. It's only, it's only used when you have double coverage um, shot at the same yeah, time. Yeah, like two cameras running of the same, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where you can... Pretty much, they're two tracks on top of each other, but it shows you both as you're playing it. Um, and then you can cut one, and it'll jump to the other. So you use the cut tool, and it'll like cut one, and it'll at that point, it, the other shot will take over for the rest. And then you could keep cutting back and forth, and it's like it makes it so much more efficient. Um, yeah, I've usually just put the tracks on top of each other and just gone back and forth, like knowing whether I wanted to use the medium or the close-up or something. Mm. That sounds pretty good though, and this is in uh, this is Premiere. Yeah, I'll send you the video if you want. If you want, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done. I need to. I need to get back to just like watching those kind of videos, tutorial videos, and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of it was um, has been watched on the toilet <laughs> when I got nothing <laughs> else, um, and I'm like, how do I make my shit more productive? Mm, Literally, pun intended. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's what I've been doing. Broken boy number one. Yeah. Shattered to pieces. Where did I put those headphones? Oh. How long has this been recording for? I don't know. Since we did the three, two, one. Yeah, but I don't know when that was. I think it was like twenty-five minutes. Oh my bad. god! Not bad. Not bad. Wow. Well, I don't know what y'all talking wow, about. Wow, literally twenty-five minutes, dude. You were on the nose. Well, I looked at it. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I looked at it. Yeah, I don't know what's going. Well, what were we all talking about? Any like episodes? Nothing. Shit? Or just chatting? We're just fucking chatting about bullshit. Yeah, pretty it's much the bullshit. Chatty Kathy episode. What'd you say? No. The chatty Kathy episode. Oh, Kathy's a shit name. I agree. I agree with that. That's not <laughs> nice. And I think every Kathy I've ever met kind of sucked. Like I wasn't a well, fan. Catherine's different, right? Catherine's not Catherine. Yes. Yes. I imagine Kathy's short for Catherine. Yeah. But not my favorite. Not my fucking favorite. James, what are you playing over there? Like, what's going on? I'm you about to export your vid. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this, is, if this makes the podcast, it's two days late, listeners, <laughs> after what uh, he said last episode. It was done. <laughs> it was done, but I, I went to Emilio. That's worse. And we started talking. to me. And we uh, 
We get we made it better. Nice. Like change some of the shots or what? Just um, I don't know. Fine tuning things. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll see. <laughs> I can't wait till it's up, dude. That's dope. I, yeah, excited. I don't even know what to do anymore. Like, just, all right, it's out, and then what do I do? Like, I just keep promoing it, but it's like, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't even want it's to. It's always funny when that happens. You can put, just put it on your story, done. like yeah. Yeah, put it on your oh. story, dude. <laughs> just put it on your story, dude. It's small stuff. Just tell Bro. them the tale. Yeah, yeah. No, that, you're right. So you're right. Um, th- yeah. those two pictures I sent you last night, um, they're from... Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> those were in the group chat. He goes, yeah, I remember. <laughs> you got two more? Vividly. Yeah. Um, they were not mine. They're from my friend. Um, Whoa. Wait, yeah. what is going on? <laughs> yeah. He fooled you. Wait, wait, like the... Your graphic designer friend? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh! I was going to ask you if they wanted to maybe do the SMS cover, because we've been looking for shit like that. Oh, hell yeah. Once I'll, I get I'll an actual still image. Yeah. Nice. Once I get a still image, yeah. which we can do tomorrow, uh, we can send it over to them. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fun. I like that first one with the white kind of side. Looks of James Bondish, nice right? Like. Yeah. And it Bobby feels Ray. like fast-paced. <laughs> Somehow, it, feel, it looks Bobby fast-paced. Ray. <laughs> the text itself? Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, because it makes it look like it's moving across this screen. Mm-hmm. Like the white shit is, it's like a jet, white. you know? Mm-hmm. The white shit. White. I can't even do it. I don't know yeah, how I do I it. Yet. <laughs> it's like once once a, in a lifetime type thing, you know? It only oh happens God. once or whatever. What? podcast life yeah this needs to make it somehow into the episode Met this girl, she from Quantico. She the army, she the navy, she my soldier so Lotus Rose needs the sun to grow. And she told me about her dreams to be in Monaco. Feeling wavy, yeah, baby, getting nautical. Casting off, blasting off, astronomical. But only time can tell what time will go. And to this day, I wonder if she'll go. In the words that I'm thinking, ocean hours filled with all the time drinking. Sunflower looking golden on the surface at the root, taking all the fruit, planting for a purpose. More than a fair share, soaking in the earnest. I'm fairly certain that her fist there lurking. The kind of thing that we used to have me perking. Nowadays, I can't even get to smirk. Yeah. Huh. I see the signs, read the codes I don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows It's too bad I only see it when reflecting now Middleman manifesting in our texting cloud Cause if we met in 3D One of us is probably up Shit's Creek knee deep Cause you know the key to beat me And I've studied all your moves on repeat I will say about the um, the Kanye thing because I didn't watch the whole episode. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> watch the whole episode. Long. I only watched I about like, I, well, I, I'm going to. I'm just not there yet. I only watched about halfway through. But 
it was interesting. I will say it was interesting to listen him to, listen him to, listen to him, because there was a lot of. I mean, he spoke like a rapper, basically. Like, he spoke in a lot of metaphors and a lot of uh, references. I will say the references were nice because they were colloquial. Like, they were of the times. Like, he talked about Ready Player One, right? Or Netflix, right? Even. Or just, like, a phrase of saying, one shot, one kill. Like, that's, you know, very Call of Duty-esque. And it just was nice to see someone who's trying to be a leader. Well, I mean, he is a thought leader, but we can get into that in a sec. But who's trying to be the president, right? Like, that's his thing. But... Trump and Biden don't do that. Like, they don't speak in references that are of us, like, are of the culture or are of... And this is not just us, like, young people or us, like, hip-hop, whatever, but lots of people across the country know what One Shot, One Kill is. They know what Netflix is, right? Like, they know what Ready Player One is, and it's just... It was nice to hear a leader that is actually in tune with things that are going on somewhat, obviously. Don't get me wrong. There are deficiencies. But that was nice and i liked that part of it everything i've seen so far about and i don't know what you said about the article that he asked a question that stumped him you can uh, bring that up in a sec but everything i saw about people talking about it was kind of negative like it was focusing on him talking about um like being slaves you know to contracts and shit like that where it's like he's that's right <laughs> artists that sign bad contracts are slaves to it because they don't have no way to break out of it and are being oppressed and held down by it but it was just people like uh, it's talking bad about him, that like he shouldn't be president. Like, yeah, no, I don't think he should be. But the ideas he's bringing into the lexicon by saying he's running for president, I think is a good thing. It's very similar to Andrew Yang. Like when he came in with universal basic income and all these, what people would call radical ideas for America, which they're not really that out of the scope of happening. I thought that was important um, because it brought the idea into the conversation. And then you saw people like Bernie Sanders incorporating it into his platform, right? And more of the Democratic Party incorporating some of his ideas into the platform. And I found it refreshing that someone was willing to be, not the scapegoat, scapegoat's the wrong word, but willing to like have his shit taken and be okay with it. Like the ideas, they didn't attribute it to him. Like Bernie Sanders didn't say, we're now incorporating Andrew Yang's like plan, whatever. They just kind of did it. They didn't give him credit, but like he was, uh, he's okay with that. He was willing to just let the ideas be in the lexicon because he thinks it's good for the, I was going to say marketplace, but commonplace of people, right? So I thought that was cool that Kanye was doing that and that he is a thought leader. Like whether you like him or not, whether you like the thoughts he's saying or not, both through music, through culture, and through influence, he is. So it was, it was nice, like I said, to see someone who's trying to be a leader of people to speak how people speak right now, right? Like I don't think people really speak like how Trump does. I don't think people really speak like how Biden does, right? Like there might be, I think they're kind of exaggerations of their kind of roles or their character. Did the Zoom just shut down? It might have. It did, but did it shut down for you or shut down for me? Oh, it did for me. It says connecting. Yeah, mine too. Oh, we're still recording though, so let's just keep yeah. the combo going. But what was the thing you saw the article that said Joe Rogan was, or asked a question that stumped Kanye? Maybe I didn't get there yet. Um. So... You know, obviously Kanye's uh, flirts with uh, candidacy for being the president, yeah. and the he did that interview with Joe Rogan, and in the interview, um, Joe Rogan was asking him some questions that you know any candidate should probably be asked, and one of them regarded um, military action uh, when necessary. You know, what if? And it's funny because it kind of echoes the similar thing we were talking about off mic, which was when I had watched the 1976 presidential debate randomly, yes. and that followed a lot of um, Cold War um, military and gun politics. 
and uh, arms selling uh, politics and um, different new, just different threats. So that kind of was a similar question to what um, Joe Rogan was asking Kanye West, which was, um, you know, what if you needed to, what if China was um, prepared to, you know, threaten us with some kind of nuclear missile or yeah. what if, um, you know, there we did spark some kind of issues with Russia again or what if um, you needed to pick a side in, um, you know, in the Middle East or something like that, um, would you be ready? And apparently uh, the way the article was framed was that Kanye uh, smartly took a moment to, to not say anything and collect his thoughts um, and then provide a response based upon how um, he's not sure, but he would be he would be around people who make um, the right decisions and who make these decisions and um, allowing opinions and other people in the room to make uh, a point in this kind of conversation and have sway. Yeah. So that's a I, I like that because I mean, I do and don't like that, obviously, because I think both in that answer that you just said he gave showed me why he should and shouldn't be president. Shouldn't because he. I'm not saying he isn't willing to make those decisions, but from that answer, it seems like he hasn't thought about it, which is like, if you're the president of the United States, those are very th present things that you need to uh, think about, right? And from what he was talking about, a lot of his shit, it was funny because it was it ranged from being both American-based and then world-based. So it's almost like, are you trying to be uh, involved in international? But it was like world-based, not in terms of international affairs. It was world-based in terms of literally the earth like the resources of the earth or like making that available to all people or improving the earth for all people. But then when he talked about country and politics, it seemed to be more America centered, right? So it's almost, it was kind of weird. It was kind of like a blend almost of Biden and Trump in a way, like, um, you know, not even, maybe not Biden and Trump themselves, but of that kind of like Democrat, um, international, open the world up, we're all connected idea versus more Republican, like America first or America based thought, right? And he's kind of like, now taking a middle ground with it, which I thought was cool. But um, yeah, so that's the reason why maybe in that answer he shouldn't. But then, like you just said, why he should is he's willing to have people around who are the experts at that. Presidents aren't really experts at anything, right? They're experts at delegating. They're experts at representing. They're experts at uh, like picking a team, right? We're basically electing someone who's got good uh, team choosing skills, right? Right, which is a good thing to have, right? But do we want a president who is an expert in something or do we want someone who is just good with people? Not just, because that's not a just, like to diminish that skill. You need to be good with people to be the president, I think, like to be a good president. So would we rather have one who, like what would they study? What would the best president have gone to school for or would they have gone to school at all? I don't know, politics, philosophy, yeah. economics. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, <laughs> who are you talking about now? Sounds like a major of someone in this room. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, definitely. Okay, maybe that's it. And not to not to toot my own horn or anything like that. Definitely not to toot suffix horn. But the program of PPE, Politics, Philosophy, and Economics, I do think is, like I always tell people that I didn't, I didn't really get anything directly from being part of this major. It was most of the indirect things that were very beneficial to my life. Like actually being in the classes, I was kind of like, eh. Like, mm, this isn't really doing it for me. But the spaces, uh, by virtue of the professors that I knew or the people that I knew or the events that would then be uh, broadcast throughout the program and the uh, clubs within the program, 
were very beneficial, I think, indirectly to me in terms of taught me how to think, taught me how to listen to other opinions, taught me how to delegate. Like, I mean, it did because it taught me like different people know different things. And to be a good leader, you need to know where you're deficient and who you can speak to that will help you um, unify those things. And I think Kanye spoke a lot about that when he was talking like about um, having the right people around you, right? And having people who care around you. And I think that is a very important point for a president. Hold on, we're going to take a pause for a sec as we reset up this Zoom. And I have another point that I want to make. Okay, fuck it. We'll just keep going until we figure this shit out. Um, one of the things that I also did like about what Kanye was saying was he referenced his own tweeting when he was talking about, I want all the smoke, I want all the problems, blah, blah, blah. And he explained it by saying, um, I want that because in the problems are an opportunity to solve something right? It's an opportunity to find a solution. And while he was explaining the kind of world that he wanted, he was t kept talking about how, you know, I'm, I have all these visions in my head of things that don't exist. And I'm trying to like bring them into reality to make a better world, like construct better worlds that don't exist. When he's talking, whether that was farming or education, right? Like teaching people what farming and like physics and all that shit is, and because that's what would form the technological innovations that use the natural resources that then we should use the blah, blah. And like, it was a lot of really cool stuff and a lot of um, very ecocentric based thoughts and ideas for society and how we can blend shit we've already got as well with the natural world to make a better uh, place, which I thought was really cool. And um, I just really liked the in problems are an opportunity to solve something, right? And I think, I don't know if that's the exact mindset I try to approach with in uh, life or in creativity a lot of the time, but it is definitely one in like not problems, but I do seek out where people differ and that's not saying that there's a solution, quote unquote, to people differing, because who's to say really that one is ever internally right or not. But I do seek those out because I feel like there is an opportunity for then like bridge building in, in his in his uh, words, he used solution, but for connecting and finding that common ground. And I don't know, do you have any thoughts of that notion or has it reflected in any of your creative stuff, especially with the film maybe that just got wrapped up production? What? like The yeah. idea of... Like, I want the problems because I will find the solutions. Like, basically not running away from the problems. It's going headfirst into them because that's where you find the solutions is within the problem. Um, I, I guess, I mean, if I'm... Do you agree with that, first of all? Maybe. Mm. Uh, probably. I mean, it's just, it just depends on the mindset. Um, I, I think, if anything, I don't willingly say I'm ready to run into problems. I willingly say I'm ready to run into the art and ready to run into the work and... I manage to what comes because of that work, um, but I'm not running into things for the problems to solve the problems. I'm running because uh, I choose to run um, for a reason, which is not problems. <laughs> it's for the art or for love or something like that. Right, and there will, and you recognize that there will be problems. But yeah, I understand that there will be. Yeah, right, because your destination is past the problems. Right. That's is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. And I agree with that. And I think um, I think it was Will Smith who said it one time that I saw in one of those when he was doing his uh, social media involvement. Um, I was on Facebook and he was talking about some of your greatest experiences. Probably all of your greatest experiences in life lie just beyond your deepest fears. Like once you can get past it. And I think the same thing applies to what you just said in the problem. Like the end goal, if that's what you're trying to get, you have to know there's going to be ups and downs in pretty much anything. And you have to be willing to you know, enjoy the ups and try not to constantly say that it's not enough, you know, like chasing the dragon, but then also weather the downs knowing that, okay, if I want to get past this, I can. So what can I do to get past it? And yeah, it's going to suck for however much amount of time, but when it's done sucking, it's going to be amazing. Right? And 
there's a lot of that which is up to you to control. And that's not to say there aren't factors outside of your hands that could influence that. But at the end of the day, to me, everything kind of starts here. We don't have camera, but I'm pointing like to myself, like internally. If you had a soul, I guess that's where I'm pointing at, like the center of your chest type of shit. Like it does start here. And that also did remind me of another thing that Kanye said where he was talking about. Um, I'm going to bring out my phone because I wrote it down. But it was something about time. And we spoke about uh, the notion I'm going to go into off cam. And I did not explain it well when we spoke about it. So, I, But I have... Uh, Listened to it a little more since then. But he was talking about, Kanye said, he said, now is the shortest moment of our life. It's gone in an instant. The longest moments in our life are our memories and our imaginations, right? And he was essentially talking about, like, think about how long a kid, you know, imagines to do this, whatever, whatever, until they get there. And, like, in your imaginations, you're not this tiny, scrawny, small, like, you're, you know, you're big, you're beefy, you're a king, you're a ruler, like, not a, just a ruler, but, like, you're powerful, right? And so he was essentially saying that, like, mindsets and, uh, a lot of your life lies in that because your life is shaped by your mindset, right? And so wherever you're kind of getting that from is part of it. But, and I thought that was an interesting notion. Is there anything like on that maybe that you think about? Because I'm about to go into something a little different. Uh, no, I would say yeah. go ahead. Yeah, go and dive into what you're yeah, about yeah. to. Um, so remember when we spoke about off mic, I don't remember when it was, but Alan Watts and the illusion of time. And I was trying to explain uh, the notion of the present not just being this oh. infinite small moment between the past and the future or bridge between that um so for everyone who doesn't know alan watts is a british philosopher i don't know exactly know when but popularized his theories when they were uh like he was interpreting a lot of eastern philosophy a lot of hinduism a lot of buddhism a lot of concepts into western framing right to try and communicate that to the western world that he came from and one of those things i was just watching a video he was talking about the illusion of time ego and money and one of the things about time that this just this Kanye quote kind of made me think about is our notion of the present, like I just kind of previewed with Emilio here, is that it's this infinitesimal, infinitesimal, whatever that word is, small, infinitesimally small moment of time and continuous moment of time that is just the transition period between the past and the present, right? And in the video he's talking about we often, quote unquote, pass the buck backwards and usually he's talking about like blaming things like for the example was given was hey what up Zena was I'm like this because how my parents raised me and then the parents would say well we're like this because our parents raised us like that and blah 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 basically attributing the present to the past right and there is a lot of that that makes sense I mean in our conception time flows linearly but <clears throat> he tried to he was changing my perspective in a way where he said the present despite all those past things forming the present the present is still the moment of all creation like every decision you make, every blah, blah, blah is made in the present. You don't make your decision in the past and then live in the present. You don't make your decision in the future and then live in the present, right? Like it all starts here. And he was talking about the present influences the past in the same way a boat makes waves, right? Or the wake of a boat follows it, yeah. where your moment of creation or of movement is in the present and then you create a new past behind it. So now it's not your past cause your present, your present cause your past. Right. And it's this crazy, like mental gymnastic loop to do. And like, I wish I could, you know, explain the video that I was watching word by word. But that type of um, manifestation of time basically shows you one time isn't real. <laughs> like it's kind of fake or our conception of it. But it also gives you that power of, oh, I can make my present what it is. My past doesn't control me. My future doesn't control me. And neither does my present. I can control all of my time kind of all at once. And to me, that was really like powerful mentally to kind of uplift me. 
And I don't know. Do you have any? Now that I've explained it a little better, yeah. <laughs> and it's a big concept, I know. But I don't know. Does any of that resonate you? Like, are you bound to time? Like, let's just get crazy, dude. We have nothing planned for this. Episode. Well, we did, but there was a lot of fuck ups. Uh, and we want to talk about good shit that we're saving for the next episode. So, uh, and I didn't finish the whole Kanye episode. So let's just get out of bounds with it. Like, are you bound to time? Do you think in your mind? Am I bound by time? Not physically, like in the world, but in your mind. If that makes any sense. I think yes. In my mind, I think yes. Um, I want to. I want to say yes. I am bound by time, even in my mind, because wh- what does what do I think about? Most of what I think about probably caters towards um, filmmaking dreams and things like that, mm-hmm. and those are all things that I know. Um, they're either two things. One, they're either elusive and I'll probably never catch them or um, I can catch them. It, I just know right now that it won't be for a while. And in a way that makes them elusive, but in a way that also means that they're bound by some kind of time. Right. Um, and so I don't know if that's my imagination. Well, it is my imagination being bound by an actual limit, which, which is time, even though imagination shouldn't be. But... What do you mean by that? I don't know. I was just trying to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but but you say you mean like you shouldn't limit your imagination just to what's feasible right now. Like you should try and envision worlds that, that don't exist. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that I mean, sounds pretty good. <laughs> that goes back to kind of what Kanye was saying though, like about the worlds that he was trying to ascribe or speak to, or the ideals he was trying to bring into reality. It's like they don't exist. So how do we make them exist? And that's kind of the forefront of. Anything, any invention or any innovative idea, especially one that changes the world, it's radically different from what exists already. I mean, it doesn't even need to be radically different, actually, now that I think about it, because I've heard a saying before that, you know, the smartest people in life only see a little bit more over the wall than we do, right? Mm. But to us who can't see over the wall, it looks like this huge, huge jump. But that's just a perspective thing, right? So it doesn't need, I don't think new worlds need to be radically different than the one we live in. And I don't think you need to make drastic, drastic change to... Um, change the world to what you want. I think there's like, I, I mean, I'm always the kind of guy that believes there's general compromise you can make, whether that compromise, hmm, how do I explain this? <laughs> Maybe compromise isn't bound by time because I don't think compromise necessarily means that everybody needs to be happy all at the same time. First of all, a good compromise means no one's fully happy, right? Nobody has fully gotten what they want. So that's actually a sign of a good compromise if everyone's just a little... Uh, but all right, that works. Like that is a great compromise. But sometimes, and actually this links back into the president thing and the Kanye thing, because Kanye said that there's a lot of God references. A lot of the shit he was talking about was coming from God. God gave me this story. I didn't want to take the meds because I felt like it would block me from what God was trying to get me to manifest. God told me to do this, blah, 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 like all that type of shit, right? And initially, I'm a little turned off by that because I don't, well, I mean, for one, my religion views are just like they're all over the place in terms of like a, 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 a institution telling you how you should believe, right, or anything like that. But everything he said and that we've been talking about are the ideals I agree with. He just then attributed them to like the source of God or Christianity where I wouldn't, right? <clears throat> so that got me thinking, do we want a president who is ascribed to a certain faith And my initial thought is no, because not everybody ascribes to that faith. But then I think in somewhere like America, or even the ideal world, I don't know, if there are all these different groups, is it actually better if like every four years, every eight years, whatever, like you did have a president that was fully Muslim, or was fully Christian, fully Hindu, like fully Buddhist, whatever, all these different beliefs, and they were allowed, 
not allowed in the sense of their dictators, but the same kind of presidential process that we have now, but because there's supposed to be a separation of church and state, but there isn't. So it's like, should everybody get their turn at bat as presidency? And like, you get to run the country based on your like kind of views and policies. And then it just comes every four years, every eight years, it changes, right? You might be in charge over here. You might be in charge over here. And I don't know, like, is there... There's a lot of talk about presidents uh, on the uh, past few episodes just because that's the election season we're in. But to you, is the best president someone who does ascribe to, like, a certain viewpoint and maybe something, like I just said, like, viewpoints take their turn? Or is it someone who tries to be, listen, I'm a, I don't affiliate with any of these, but I take ideas or listen to everything? It probably has to be the latter. Mm. Um, taking something from everything. Um, and knowing you don't have the answers. I think yeah. it would say those two things. Do you think it's possible for in the in the other scenario where it's like every four years it's some other credence or belief that it's possible that then on the lower levels, like how do I want to say this, that it's possible then within the citizenship of America, their eyes are open to these things and that them in their own personal lives are able to now to start incorporating other ideas, you know? Like if we only have white Christian presidents, then any white christian who's never interacted with anybody else um won't get exposed to it right like in term, like if the, i'm just talking like people in their bubbles right but the president's not a bubble everyone in america sees and has access access quote unquote to the president in terms of like what they do and their ideals and what they speak about so if you never have someone that i'm just trying to think of something random off top uh fucking I don't know, an Indian person who's Hindu, right? And then also like wants to lead the country kind of based on Hindu principles, the same way people have done on Christian principles since the founding of America. Um, I'm sure there are some really great things in Hinduism. I'm sure there are some not great things, right? But those people who, let's just say example, middle of America, I, you know, who are more like white Christian only, like there are more of those pockets that you would find that, I think, I don't know, I could be ignorant. But if they never come across those ideals of Hinduism, then they'll never know that there might be those ideals that could actually make their life better and enrich them personally better. Not necessarily for everybody, but could be for them. And I just wonder if maybe if the like that type of presidency is set up, then you force people to be exposed to these things. I mean, force sounds like a bad word, but like people have to be exposed to these different ideas rather than able to retreat into their um, hidey holes. <laughs> so I don't know, because what is America? And the president should represent what America is, you think, right? So is America supposed to be where everything at once, or is it supposed to be where things at a time that then form everything at once once you put it all together? It's also probably impossible for America, I mean, uh, the president to represent America, mm -hmm. if America is as eclectic as it is. Right. Because um, even, because I was going to say, who's the most, because I was going to say, uh, nobody's represented America then. Like who, you know, of any president that I can think of. I'm sure there are, um, but none that I can think of. And then it's also how do you represent America? Like, are, or do you try to represent them politically? Do you try to represent them culturally? Like, do you try to represent them blah, 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 blah? Because I would say Obama tried to represent everybody politically, right? Like, he was trying to be more in the middle. But he's black, right? So it's like white people aren't black, right, for one. So it's like obviously you can't have that full representation like you said. But then maybe the idea is that you try to go for these more ethereal things or what you're representing people on rather than physical things. I guess that's the hope, to show that um, you can have ideas no matter what you look like or where you came from that people can agree on. And I guess that is the hope.
So I don't know how I could ever say in a president, though, is fully representing America. You're right. I don't know if that's possible. Whoa, dude. So we live in a country where the leader, like, for in our, in our you know, formulation, cannot represent all of the country. Like, almost by design, it's almost impossible. That's nuts, dude. Where did we just go? This is down the rabbit hole. You never know where you'll end up. And somehow we got here. Go, go. What were you going to say? No, I said boing. <laughs> I ain't got the pass to it. You gotta Dude. Go Unless, bro, I mean, does James have anything to say? Because I'm just going to right now say it. James, do you have anything to say for the podcast? Because we're basically just closing out. But we wanted to include you. Are you recording anyways? Yeah. Were you last time? <laughs> Never mind. Fuck it. Anyways. Was he recording the last I don't know. Were you recording before? He was recording before. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, I'll just translate what James just said to everybody and all the people out there in the, the big old world. Oh, he's not recording right now. Oh! Okay, so great. you can probably hear Tyler freaking out in the background, translate but it, don't worry, don't worry. It's just Tyler. He'll be fine. Um, he's marked with melanin, so he'll be fine. <laughs> all James just said, everybody go check out Tyler On Demand's new video, Bobby Ray, hot single. That's right. Off the tape impact mm. i'm sorry aftershock <laughs> i forgot too i was like i want to say it. like yeah <laughs> it's funny my mind was saying aftershock but my mouth said impact yeah well shout out to james james directed and edited it it looks really fucking good shout out to james um, yes please go check it out and thank you jameson for all the work of course yeah. you know you did a great job james valdez's work that's right his youtube and website coming soon he can't see me looking at him but i am he's hyped though yeah <laughs> that's good all right Amelia, you got any last words for the people no, um, stay classy. Mmm, good old Ron Burgundy. Uh, yeah, peace out, y'all. This is, I don't know what the fuck this episode is. We'll see. Once this gets pieced together, it's going to be interesting. I don't know what's staying and what's not, but it's been fun. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> we'll see y'all next episode. Peace, peace, peace. Stay good. Prosperity. <laughs>